how God loves us so much that he made his word available to us to be strengthened, to live and to win every day. Get your hearts prepared today as you receive this life-transforming truth from Favor Ebenon and be changed forever. God bless you. You know, there are people who just keep looking for God, not knowing that, see, God is mingled with our spirits, mingled. And they use their mental, they want to use this, their mental ability to find God. Like, where is God? I'm just looking for God. You know, God is mingled. The Bible says, we are one with the Lord. We have become one. They that are joined with the Lord are one with the Lord. Imagine, one with the Lord. Powerful. You cannot use your brain to, to, to phantom that. You can only think of something that is mixed together. For example, if you if you mix water and and wine, you pour water into the wine. You cannot you cannot separate the water and the wine anymore. It's mixed together. You cannot remove the wine in out of the water. You cannot remove the water out of the wine. It is mixed. That is how the spirit of God is in our spirits. That is how God is in our spirits. Powerful. So quickly, today is your desire and his will. Your desire and his will. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I want you guys to follow me. You follow me carefully. So, um, First of all, I'll, let me share my screen. I want to show you a scripture. I'll show you a scripture from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 24. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 24. It says, the, wicked, the fear of the wicked, it shall come upon him. So, but the desire of the righteous shall be granted. You know, this is very, very powerful. So the desire of the righteous shall be granted. Uh, when you read this thing, what comes to your mind? First thing first, you need to understand that it says the desire of the righteous. That means the righteous still has to desire. Just think about that. The righteous still needs a desire. You still need a desire. As a righteous, a righteous still need a desire, still need to desire. Because, okay, now, um, uh, I, I want us to understand something, right? In the kingdom of God, anything you don't desire in God's kingdom, you don't get desiring is one of God's ways see of making us get get 
making us to get something. And you know, the devil also copied. I know I told you one time, I said the devil does not have anything of his own. He's always copying God. The devil is always copying God. He doesn't have anything of his own. So when we go to the book of Genesis, right? Genesis chapter 3. Um, yeah. Verse 6. I want you to read now. Like, like, let us read, right? Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. Now, the serpent came to deceive the woman. But look at what he said. I'm going to read from verse verse 4. And the serpent sent unto the woman. Because see, the woman already told the serpent, says, look, God told us not to touch this thing, not to eat it, or else we'll die. But verse 4, the serpent told Eve, says, you shall not surely die. Verse 5, say, for God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened. And you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. That's what the serpent told Eve. Now I'm reading verse 6. This verse 6 is where I'm going to write. And when the woman saw, you see now, first of all, the devil planted a thought in the woman's mind. Now, verse 6 said, And the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired. Mark that word. Mark that word. A tree to be desired. See? Desired. Now, the devil wants her to desire. See? Because he knows something that, you see, once, is it a man was created like God. You see, you know, God desires things. The Bible tells us that God desires. Jesus desires. God desires. And the Bible says God created us in his own image and likeness. That means we desire things. And desiring, uh, once we desire something, we can get it. It's a power. You get what I'm saying? So, so the woman, right, she desired, said, and a tree to be des- desired to make one wise. Look at it. She saw it after the devil planted thoughts in her mind. She saw it. She she consumed the thoughts and she desired. It's like what? The next thing she took off the fruit thereof. Look at it. She took it. She took it. First of all. The devil had to get her to desire this thing. Now, so the devil operates in that way. That is one of his, his tricks, you see. One of his tricks. One of his tricks. Another word for this desire. There's another one, but it's called lust. Lust is another kind of desire, you see. But I'm not really talking about that today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, so, I'm going to share another scripture again. The book of Psalms, right? Chapter 37, verse 4. Verse 4. It says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. 
delight yourself unto the Lord and he shall give. Now see, God wants to give you things, but it is according to the desire. I don't know if you catch this thing I'm talking about right now. God doesn't just give you things. It isn't just like the way the realm of the spirits, the kingdom of God is, it is the manifestation of those things that you want to see has to do with the desires of your heart. You see? So the, the problem, the reason why many people don't really get the things that they're supposed to is because they've not understood the power of desire. See, the, the stronger your desire is. But see, Jesus thought about this. He taught it. He thought about it. He thought about it when he came. You know, I love Jesus so much because many of the things, you know, the, the, the New Testament is uh, is the Old Testament revealed. It is the manifestation of the Old Testament. You see, it is the testimony of the Old Testament. And then the when Jesus came, right, what he did was he, he taught some things. That's why it's very important to listen to the teachings of Jesus Christ. Because those were teachings from God himself. And it's important to man because he was man. He was in man. He, God in the flesh of a man, in the form of a man. Now, um, still talking about the desire. I told you, I said something. I said, this is the same strategy. The devil uses it. See, you see, the devil cannot get you to do something until he places his desires in you. He cannot get you to do something until he gets you to desire it. The same thing with God. That's why the Bible says, it is God that worked in you. What to will you? So now, the will of God is not enough. God can want something. God can desire something. But God needs your own heart to preach his desire. To bring it to pass on it. I don't know if you catch what I'm talking about. So, yes, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna um, open something. The book of Mark, right? The book of Mark, 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 Mark. Book of Mark, chapter eleven, verse 24, 24. Now Jesus was teaching here. Now, first of all, I want to read from twenty three. Jesus was teaching faith. He was teaching them how to use faith and what faith really is in this verse. So Jesus says, Thank you, Lord. See, I can feel the anointing. See, the kind of anointing I'm, I'm feeling right now is the anointing of the Word of God. It means that uh, the Word of God that I'm sharing 
is producing what it's talking about in you, the people that are hearing it. That's the kind of anointing that I'm feeling right now. So you have to be very attentive. So um, now in this, Jesus was hungry one time and then he saw a fig tree. And then when he saw that tree, he just cursed the tree, right? That you never, never bear fruit again, you die and all of that. So now Peter called to the remembrance after the, the next day, I think, called to the remembrance of Jesus, said, Master, behold, the fig tree which you cursed is withered away. And then Jesus answered him and said, have faith in God. So Jesus is saying, have the God kind of faith. God kind of faith. The, the God kind of faith Jesus was explaining here is a faith that don't look back. This is a this is a faith that once you say it, you, it is done, it is done, it is done, it is done. You see, it is a done thing now. You see, you're not thinking whether it is not done or not. Say, have, have faith in God. So now, 23. Say, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Now, Jesus is teaching faith. He's teaching the God faith. Now, he said, have faith in God, right? Now, he's teaching. Jesus is teaching what the, the faith in God is. Do you understand? Yes, sir. So, so Jesus is teaching them now. Look at what faith in God is now. He said, listen, guys. This is what faith in God is. He says, for very less say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain so it's a specific faith has to be specific so if you are not specific faith will not work for you because faith has to do with uh you have to be very specific about a change something a particular thing the people they are they are not settled so it's very difficult for faith their faith to work because they're not settled you have to be settled. You have to be. You have to be focused. So Jesus said, "Very I say unto you, you shall say unto this mountain, not that one, not three mountains, not eight mountains, not that thing and that thing and that thing." He said, "This, this one, be that removed, be that removed, and be that cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart." Now, see, he's explaining the faith of God. Say, you don't doubt in your heart. Because when Jesus caused that fig tree, listen, he did not doubt in his heart. He did not go back to check. Peter went back to check it. <laughs> Peter checked it. Jesus did not go back to check it. Although, immediately, the tree did not look like something that had died. I want you to understand the faith in God that Jesus was teaching here. When he spoke to that tree, the tree didn't look like something that had died immediately. But it had died. Because the next morning, it started showing. So sometimes, you know, there are people who are looking for a change. And then, maybe they've spoken words and immediately they didn't see it. They doubt in their heart. That is not the God kind of faith. That's what Jesus is saying. He said, Verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this particular mountain, be that removed, and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he seeth shall come to pass he shall have 
Ishahar, você vai ser. Ah, I love Jesus. This is so powerful. He said, Ishahar, você vai ser. E we have it. You know, in, in the kingdom of God, we don't have whatsoever God don't give us. See, we, we don't have anything that God does not give us. We don't agree to have anything that God has not given us. Like, for example, I have fever. Did God give that to you? So you are collecting something God has not given you. You see, that's the problem with many people. I have cancer. I have that. that. I have did it. God has not given you that. So, so Jesus is saying that you shall have whatsoever you said. Now, um, 24, right? 24. This is where I'm going to. Jesus is still teaching faith. He's still teaching faith. He said, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I said, whatsoever things you desire. When you pray. Now, what is desire? I want to define the word desire. I just got to, I just have to define it, you know. You know, I'm going to define desire as the inner demand is a is an inner demand of your soul or your spirit because your your soul and your spirit are together so they're not the same okay but they're together so it's an inner demand so desiring is demanding you see but many people don't know when you desire You're demanding. That is demanding. Now, let me tell you something. When you see a sick person, right? When you see a sick person, if for you to heal that sick person, you have to desire the healing of that sick person. You see what Jesus is teaching? This meeting is going to change your life. You see, Jesus said, whatsoever you desire oh this is what in the book of James see now James said something right James said whosoever is sick among you he said is there anyone sick in this church he said let them go to the elders of the church he said the prayer of faith shall heal the sick but the Lord will raise them up so there were people who don't get sick their job was to heal the sick Because they understood this thing that Jesus was teaching. He said, you know, there are people who want to heal, but they don't have the desire. So it doesn't work. First of all, you need to understand something. Now, see. Uh, Jesus said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. And you shall have them. Oh, Makarabaya. Jesus is the greatest teacher ever. Like, he's the greatest teacher ever. No wonder the disciples said, Teach us how to pray. Because this man 
He prayed and he had results immediately. He prayed and he left with smile on his face. He prayed and when he prayed, something changed. He said, we don't know this kind of prayer. Our own kind of prayer was a prayer that we prayed to an unknown God. We were not even sure if God was listening to us. We were not even sure if God was hearing us. We just prayed. We were religious prayer people. We didn't know whether we had results or not. We just prayed. He said, but your prayer is different. Jesus says, because I pray with faith. I pray in faith with a God kind of faith. You see, now, he said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe. So now, you must have, let me tell you now, sometimes, I tell you, I said, the, the devil walks with desire, right? God walks with desire. So if God wants to get you to do something on earth, the first thing, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you there? I'm going to ask questions. Okay. So today, from today, your prayer, your prayer life will change. You'll be a person of results. Not just prayer. See, you will work. You know, see, I told you, I said the Christian life is a life of oneness with the Holy Spirit. You have become one with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. You have mixed, your spirit has mixed with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Whether you feel God or not, God is mixed with your spirit. If, even though you don't feel him, he is mixed. You don't get what I'm talking about. You still carry him, whether you feel him or not. You still carry him. You see? So you, what you just need to do is the consciousness that he is mixed with you. You are joined, joined with Christ. Because your consciousness, your consciousness brings what is in the realm of the spirits into the natural world, the physical world. Your consciousness, that's what it does. So now I said, I said, God gets you to desire, right? The devil gets you to desire. God has his own desires. He has his own will. But then, those God, God's desires cannot be fulfilled on earth except he gets that desire into a man into a man's heart so God gets you to desire like if God wants to do something right now and then Sister Bungi is available to do it and then what God does is he puts that he puts that desire one of the ways God speaks is through desires are you are you are you listening to me for example when God communicates with your spirits, if he wants to get your attention with what he's saying, he brings it to your soul as a desire, through your soul. So you find yourself desiring something that you're wondering, how am I desiring this thing? How It is God. Because you can know if it aligns to the will of God. See, you can know that that desire is from God if it aligns to the will of God. So God is talking to you concerning that thing. So many people don't know that sometimes your desire is the voice of God. So, the devil too gives you this, can give you desire. Do you know that people, before they go stealing, they desire it? Because your, your desire is a 
power. It controls your willpower. So before they steal, they go steal. It is something they have desired. The desire to take what does not belong to them. They have desired, just like Eve, for example, I told you, I said the devil told Eve. After deceiving her, she looked at that same tree. That same tree that Jesus said, that God said, don't eat from. She looked at it again. And she desired to have a taste. She wants to be wise. You see? And it happened. It worked. The same thing what the devil does. If the devil wants you to fornicate, for example, it brings a desire. So the desire arises from inside of you, which is called lust. That's why I said, I said, there's another kind of desire, which is lust. It arises from inside. It grows till it causes you to go and commit the act. You see? And, and then God does it with us. God can put a desire in you to pray for someone. So I just desire, I'm desiring to pray for so-and-so person. It is God. I'm desiring to start going to church. It is God. I'm desiring to start listening to messages. It is God. I'm desiring to start praying. It is God. I'm desiring to give for God's work. It is God. I'm desiring, you see, and sometimes there are some things that uh, you know that uh, I'm supposed to do. I want to do this. I want to do something big for God. And then the first thing first is that God puts the desire in your heart and he tells you to pray. So Jesus says, therefore I say unto you, look at verse 24. He says, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe. So, you're not saying, God, give me, God, uh, please, 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 God, uh, please, can you just give me this thing, please, God, no. See, desire is in your heart already. It is that inner demand in your heart already. Even if it's just speaking in tongues, you're speaking in tongues. And I receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. See, because of your desire, that thing, it works because Jesus is talking about faith. He said, believe and you have them. See, you have them. So now, you, because you have not seen it today, does not mean that you don't have them. Because when Jesus spoke to that fig tree, that day, that day was not the day that he saw the manifestation of those words. You see, it was the next day Peter came to check it and saw that, ooh, I don't know if someone is getting what I'm talking about. I want to witness. So, we're talking about your desire and his will. Your desire and God's will. So, if you're someone who wants to work for God, you want to work for God. You need to understand the power of desires. There's so much you want to do for God. The Holy Spirit will just be there with you, working with you, giving you desires. Both of you will be working together. Oh, thank you, Lord. In no time, the kind of things you will have done, 
you know there are people who just wish every day i just wish i want to do this for god i just want to do this i want to receive but they are not ready they're not prepared they're not following the instructions of the word of god you see they're not ready you can wish and wish and wish and wish if you're not ready if you don't follow the instructions of god there will not be change in your life there will not be transformation in your life he said my son hearken to my voice attend to my saying thank you lord so this thing is very important very important and you you need to understand and see what everything that god wants to do is from your spirits are you aware that there is nothing that you want that is outside of your spirit you know that people will say i want to go to england i want to go to america if i go there i'm going to be so successful i just look at there i said this world doesn't know anything if you are not successful in where you are you cannot be successful in another place the same principle that will make you successful where you are is the same principle that will make you successful where you're going because the bible says he has given you everything including success do you are you aware that when you came to christ you became a success so that's why you can produce success if you're not a success you cannot produce success you see only success produces success so now your your spirit has so much capacity to give you everything that's why faith was given to you what is faith now faith is the middleman between your spirit and your physical world between the realm of the spirit and the physical world what faith does is that faith helps you bring for example you say um i need joy i need to apply joy in this place faith enters your spirit brings out joy manifest it in the physical everybody sees joy in your life you see um i need prosperity faith enters your spirit brings out prosperity manifests this in the physical so faith is a tool a substance that you use in bringing out those great things that god has deposited in you god has deposited everything you ever need in life inside of your spirit do you understand all you just need to do is to be conscious and be satisfied with god is many people are not satisfied with the word of god you need to be satisfied with the word of god and just be satisfied with the word of god satisfied with you know i find it very painful when i hear christians talk like when i hear children of god say things like um sometimes you just have to fail you know if you don't fail how would you be successful said what is this where did you get this from is it in the word of god no it's not there the bible says you are joined with the lord ah! once you get this revelation once you get the revelation that you are joined with the lord you will say failure you when you fail you'll be like how come they must i must i must be stupid i must have done something foolishly how can i fail it's not possible can you imagine you are joined with the lord he that is joined with the lord is one spirit that's what the bible says if it if a child of god fails it is as a result of immaturity or foolishness or disobedience which is immaturity you see you're not listening to the voice of god 
So it's, it's impossible for a child of God to fail. Just like when we say it, it is impossible for a child of God to be sick because he's joined with the Lord. Joined with the Lord. You know what you say? Joined with the Lord. Your hands are the hands of, of God. Your, your, your legs are the legs of God. That's what I'm talking about. You stretch your hands. God has stretched his hand. So it's a revelation. When it comes, when that revelation comes upon your life. Hmm. So um, it's something you need to catch. So uh, is this, does your desire in his will, your desire, I said, is a middle voice. Your, your inner demand. You see, and it is needed for a successful fit life. You see, your desire is needed for a successful fit life. Very needed. Very needed. Very needed. So I'm going to stop here, okay? Because of time. But before I stop, I just want to tell you something. Now, when you hear the Word of God, let me tell you the order of the Word of God. I want you to write this down. Number one, you hear the Word of God. Then the next thing is you accept the Word. When you hear the word of God, you accept it. This is how, this is how to make the word of God manifest in your life and, and stay and you grow from there. Number one, you hear the word of God. Number two, you accept it. Accept that's believe the word. That's, that's, that's it. Accept and believe. Believe means accept, right? So you accept it. Number three, you act on the word. After accepting it, you act on it. Number four, you leave the word. Because when you act on it, acting is like demonstrating. See, when you act on it, the next thing you do is to leave it. For example, when I said you desire and then you pray, see, then your desires, you believe that you've gotten them and then you have it. So you practice it is what I mean acting. You see, you practice what I said. You are praying for, you, you want to pray for, see, you need something. You see yourself that you need something, right? And then you have to, that desire in your heart for that thing and then you pray after praying you believe that you've gotten what you desired for Bible says you, you get it so you practice it do you understand you practice it when you practice it that's what I mean by acting then number five you leave you leave what you practice is it number five or number four sorry number four you leave what you practice you live like your life like that. That should be your lifestyle. See? Then number five, you tell it. You tell the untold. You tell the word. That's what Jesus said. That's how Jesus, you know, that's how, that's how, that's the gospel. You tell people about it. You see? But you, you, when you the, the reason why it's very important for you to practice it, to do it, is because when you're telling it, you're telling it with so much conviction. So the power will work effectively because it's your life. I trust that you were blessed and transformed by the word of God. To contact us, kindly send an email to thegreaterlifeglobal at gmail.com or any of our social media platforms at Greater Life Global. Thank you and God bless you.